placebo effect. Placebo effect. Don't take your pills yet. Listen to placebo effect. Placebo effect. Placebo effect. We'll make you laugh yet. Listen to placebo effect. Welcome everybody to Placebo Effect. I hope you enjoyed that song. We made it just for you. Look out for us uh, at the Junos 2020. The Junos are like the Canadian Grammys. Yeah. But don't be, don't even think we won't be at the Grammys. Because we will. You can hear our undeniable talent. It's going to shoot up to number one in no time. Like, I can see it. We're going to be the first people ever to have two number one songs internationally at the exact same time. It'll be 1A, 1B. 1A, 1B. Because the first one would be Rig Life, Rig Life, Rig Life, Rig Life. And then you'll hear Placebo Effect. Placebo Effect. See? And you're not going to get your get these out of your ear holes. And um, you'll probably be one of our stories on one of our episodes. Yeah, and if you guys are lucky, maybe we'll send you a free copy. So there's that. Woman or a person shoves pencils into ears to stop hearing the same song over and over again. Yeah, don't you have a story about somebody shoving something somewhere? Oh my God, what a perfect segue that is. Dun, 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 dun. Well, this is the real first episode of Placebo Effect, though the last one was the first, but it was more introductory. Yeah. Introductory. Um, what you guys don't hear is when I edit, I edit about four and a half hours out of every episode and you end up with 20 minutes because I just, I can't talk. I can't talk either, so. Actually, you do a really good job. It's all my uh, practice uh, for the 1888, no, it's not 1888, what is it, 1900 calls I I work for a sex phone line oh do you i do yeah okay well uh later on we'll put that in the show notes where you can call erica and have personal conversations and we're, we're just joking but yeah we're just joking okay can you imagine if you answered hi hi this is uh spaghetti foot fetish <laughs> show me your meatballs <laughs> That goes back to the camel story. Oh my Everything God. goes back to the Everything. camel story. You can apply that camel story anywhere. I think so. You really can. So this first story here, well, okay. Placebo effect is basically, this is where you come to have a laugh and you don't need anything else but to show up just as you are to have a laugh. We're pretty sure it's just us laughing, but for you that are as twisted as we are, you'll laugh a little. You're welcome. You're very welcome. This first story is brought to us on our Facebook page by Jennifer B., one of our amazing moderators. And thank you, Jen. You just add so much to the page. Amazing. And, yeah. And 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 post some of the, the best stories that I've ever seen. And here here's the, the one that really caught our eye, <laughs> our brown eye. Our one brown eye. <laughs> here's a headline. Man nearly dies after shoving 20-inch eel up in his anus to cure constipation. That is one brave eel. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, um, point of view of, of eel. Oh, just going into a blinking eye. <laughs> Gone in the blink of an eye. Oh God, in the Can you imagine? Oh, I'm cold. I'm so cold, and why am I being strangled and... I'm so- 
I'm so warm. I'm so warm. And it's so dark. It's so dark. <laughs> and and what's that smell? What is that smell? <laughs> Pull me out. Pull me out. What's this brown stuff? Because <laughs> the eel has an accent. Yeah, all of everybody has an accent. I'm sure they do. Um, okay, so let's let's just talk about this for a minute. It doesn't. I'm going to read. I'm yeah, read. please, please read so we can hear a little bit more about this. Okay, it, it doesn't take a lot of common sense to know that sticking a live eel or a dead one, for that matter, fair up one's backside is not a good idea. But Lou, a grown man from China, decided to find out the hard way, and it almost proved fatal. Thank God it was an electric eel. Oh my God. Or was it? Depends. I feel like getting hit with a taser, but on the inside. (laughs) I wonder if he like tried to plug it in. I don't know. Plug it in. Plug Plug it in. The 49 year old man from Bayan district in Gangzhou, capital, capital of China's Guangdong province had to be rushed to the hospital where the eel was successfully removed according to the report by the sun. Like, what possesses you? You know what? I'm feeling a little bit constipated. You know what? I'm going to go get myself an eel. Yeah. Dead or alive. Whatever. Well, because you never know. I heard that eels are bottom feeders. <laughs> I I don't understand what would possess you. Why wouldn't you just go to a pharmacy? Well, let me tell you why. Lee sought medical advice from his friends after suffering from constipation, and they suggested he follow the folklore method of curing constipation by shoving an eel up one's anus. 20 inches, though? Lou, instead of seeking medical advice or even a second opinion, went ahead with his friend's suggestion, and he admitted to himself, oh, he admitted himself to the hospital after experiencing intense stomach pain. I wouldn't doubt even after admitting him even after admitting himself Lou refused to tell the doctors that he had shoved a 20 inch long eel up his anus then why go why go i'm having stomach problems some a 20 inch something is going to come flopping out in a few <laughs> what do you how do you explain that oh how'd I, that get there i know people sometimes leave stuff out of their medical history but come on you think they weren't going to find this out come on and can you imagine the ex not they they probably did a ct I, can you imagine? And it's what little, is that? It's little mouth. It's going. Help me! <laughs> help me, please, please, sir! Help me, please! Alms for the poor. <laughs> I don't know. He's amazing. <laughs> Doctors at the hospital said he came complaining of severe stomach pain and said nothing more. He was rushed to the operating theater with emergency surgery. Where sorry, I can't read today. Where emergency surgery was conducted, and the doctors were shocked to find a one and a half inch thick eel inside his stomach. Oh my god! It was in his stomach, so it worked its way. So it was still alive in there. So it worked its way back up and in, and it went through what his intestines. But did it like eat through the intestines? Because I mean, we have more than twenty one inches of friggin' bowel. Well, have you ever seen an eel's mouth? The teeth in an eel's mouth? Yeah, but I can't see it living after it's been shoved up there. Like I don't. I just see this um, really weird video game, like Eel Pac Man, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Doctor Zhao Zerong, who operated on Lou, said, "Quote, WTF? We opened up his stomach and we saw the eel amongst his feces and food debris." Oh God. 
He also suffered a punctured pancreas. No shit. Yeah, no kidding. The doctors found out that the eel had torn through his intestine. Yeah, you're right. Damaged his stomach, almost killing him in the process. The doctor said eels were effective burrowers. 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 And that, and that's what maximized the damage. Quote, Asian swamp eels have a scaleless and slender body, allowing them to move in the waves and burrow efficiency. The teeth appear like bristles and they have one V-shaped gill located beneath its head. Oh, I've been told that that's what I look like when I'm swimming. An eel. I, I, no, I've had that description. I'm sure you're a graceful eel, though. They said Karen has a scaleless and slender body, <laughs> allowing her to move in the waves and burrow efficiently. And she has one V-shaped gill on, gill. Um, on the lower part of her body. That's right. There you go. <laughs> you didn't know that I was known for that, did you? Surprise. I'm a good swimmer. We didn't know today was going to be a gender reveal. <laughs> I'm a twofer. A twofer. <laughs> when we asked the patient about surgery, he said the eel swam up by itself. Of course it yeah, did. Yeah, sure it did. He fell on it. It was laying, standing on the, wasn't laying, it was upright on the ground and he just slipped and fell on it. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't think, maybe it's the rare, rigid uh, slender, smooth eel that is only in that part of, of the world. What is, I don't understand these, there's so many stories about sexually, like animals and like, there. I have a story here. It's a sexually frustrated dolphin forced the closure of a beach in France. Oh, okay. So this is a great segue into that. You're good at like segueing. Well, you know, I, uh, it's not, it ain't my first rodeo. It's my second. <laughs> But segways, aren't they those things that you stand on? They buzz, yeah, buzz that, around? yeah, people have really hurt themselves on those. Like they have them in, like if you go right down to the lakeshore in Toronto, they have like a little tour thing you can do on segways. Who wants to do that? Well, I kind of saw us each getting a segway and having our um, logo on the wheels. I mean, that, that basket. great, but I like I, I would fall. I can't even stand on a skateboard. But can you get a basket in front of a segway? I absolutely, yes, you can. I'm sure you could. Yeah. And we'll keep, um, what will we keep in there? Mm, Vaseline, duct tape. Okay, uh, cherry tomatoes. You always need cherry tomatoes. <laughs> Some tuna pasta salad, dental floss, deodorant, a spare pair of panties. <laughs> a spare pair of panties. That's what everyone needs in their and seg- a sock. That's what everyone needs in their Segway basket. That is true. Everyone. So get ready. All right. So. <laughs> Back to the story at hand involving a sexually frustrated dolphin. Okay, this is frightening. Yeah, let me uh, hear. It says a sexually frustrated dolphin wouldn't stop harassing swimmers in Western France and and consequently forced the shutdown of a local beach entirely. Nicknamed Zafar by locals, the bottlenose dolphin had been hanging around the waters of the Bay of Brest. The Bay of Brest. The Bay of Brest. No wonder. Look where he ended up. I know. Horny dolphin enters Brest. (laughs) Dolphin enters breast. <laughs> he said he's been hanging out there for a couple months and uh, subsequently became a tourist attraction. Safar was known to playfully swim alongside people in the area to even let them hold onto his dorsal fin. Was it his dorsal fin? Were you happy to see me? <laughs> but Safar's behavior uh, turned much more intimate, in many cases dangerous over time. Uh, he began aggressively rubbing whoa, whoa, up on whoa, whoa, swimmers whoa, whoa, and boats. Wait, did you say it became more increasingly intimate? That's what it says uh, here. What? I, hey, I'm just reading. What? He's getting uh, more intimate. 
He is using that dorsal fin for... It's not chopping cheese. He is not chopping cheese. <laughs> it's not making egg salad. He ain't mixing the mayo. Carry on. Okay. <sighs> he began aggressively rubbing up on swimmers and boats. He lifted one woman with his nose and prevented yet another from returning to shore. That's from BBC. So um, he lifted one woman with his nose. Yeah. That swimmer had to be rescued. The one that he wouldn't let come back in. She had to be rescued, but she wasn't seriously harmed. Thank God. So was she? Was he like blocking her? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was crazy. So. Um, the mayor issued a law that banned getting within 50 meters of Zafar when in the water, as well as swimming or diving when Zafar's presence is confirmed in order to protect people's safety. An excited dolphin can be dangerous to humans in some cases. For instance, back in 2012, Cayman Island-based scuba diver Michael Mays was able to capture an aroused dolphin that he nicknamed Stinky the Loner Dolphin. <laughs> that is right. Stinky the Loner Dolphin. So the dolphin, an aroused dolphin that was nicknamed Stinky the Loner Dolphin, attempted to push both him and a fellow scuba diver to the ground with Randy intentions. <laughs> so poor Zafar now is... What did they name? I want to know why he named him Stinky. I mean... And why was he a loner dolphin? Because they usually swim in pods, don't they? Don't or is that whales? Maybe I, because he was stinky. It's there's that's quite possible. I you know same type of um, skin as an eel, I guess. Very oh. slender and smooth, non-scaly. <laughs> and and yeah. Oh. But did you know that dolphins? Um, they mate for pleasure. They're one of the few. What would you call them? I want to say animals, but same thing, mammals, whatever, uh, that mate for pleasure. That's kind of cool, but it creeps me out even more. It creeps me out as well. Um, and I did see that in a movie. So, uh, Oh, God, you and your damn movies. Well, it was a gay one. so Well, of course it was. Well, I don't always watch gay movies. What was the last one called? Uh, by Accident? That was a porn. <laughs> yeah, oh, this-, <laughs> this wasn't a porn, Karen. You took this too far. Sorry. Okay. All right, carry on. Uh, that's it. That's it. Oh, that's, that's enough. Story. That is that is enough. It's I our comfort factor is is I think it's reached the top. Although this next story <sighs> find comfort. Go get a, a warm blanket. Um make sit a, cu- in a corner. Yeah, like pause this and um make a cup of tea. Because you're gonna need it uh listening to this next story. Okay. Guess to want to Is that your foot? What? That I'm touching with my foot? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Just need to make sure. <laughs> I thought I was playing footsies at the end of the table. No, my okay, first of all, I have like very short legs. Yeah. And they're barely touching the floor on this chair. And this chair is very low to the floor. If I you mean, can, I wasn't gonna say anything, but if you can picture a little kid sitting on a chair and their feet swinging back and forth. That's Karen right now. Yeah. Okay. I think we're all ready to to hear this. Yeah. So I got a good story for you. Um an idiot twenty one year old claims he used a cheese grater to remove a tattoo on his arm. There's pictures. Uh, you can find this at thesun.co.uk. Um, 
in these images, it looks basically like a raw spot on his arm. It says the man who does not want to be named, but yet he's pictured, I don't really get it, was believed to have been 19 when he attempted the unorthodox tattoo removal method in Argentina. Um, It says a pal named, let's call him Martin, shared (laughs) the images online showing what appears to be skin dangling off the man's wrist. Ugh. Pictured of his bloody arm have only just emerged more than two years after the tattoo was said to have been removed. Uh, the man told the local media at the time he removed the tattoo because he said it would hinder his job prospects. So uh, a hamburger meat arm is not going to distract the eye. I, yeah, I don't see any of the pictures with the skin hanging. I was kind of hoping for those because <laughs> it's... <laughs> why not? You know, why not? But, I uh, quote, he says, I bled a lot. No shit. How far down did he go, do you think? I mean, it's from his wrist, so the tattoo is kind of on the side of his arm, about an inch and a half above his wrist. And it it's a pretty decent-sized uh, tattoo. It's probably about, I'm going to say about three inches across, two inches high. I don't know what the hell it is, but Okay, it's... so Erica, you are a tattoo artist. Please tell me how deep... Does a tattoo go? I don't think it doesn't go that. It, it doesn't go that deep. So, um, but it goes deep enough to because you shed your skin, right? So, and that yeah. tattoo stays in there. So, I mean, for him to have cheese grated, uh, he would the scarring that this guy would have, and it doesn't show any recent pictures. It just shows uh, him with the tattoo and then him without the tattoo, but it's all raw and um, there's a little spot missing, but. I Ugh. it doesn't look real to me. It could be, but it's uh, it says the bizarre removal method left him needing a vaccine. He needs a lot more than a fucking vaccine. No kidding. Um, he says he wanted to join the airport police, and he had had the tattoo done a week before. Oh, so okay, so it was a raw tattoo Ugh. with Ugh. cheese grated on that soft healing. That just makes it worse. Because initially I think about someone who has like really gross thick skin on their heel of their foot and then using the cheese grater oh, on that. Yeah. And then you would barely feel it. So oh, I was yeah. picturing that because <laughs> um, that's what's kept me from like not completely losing it. But he's used it on this like soft flesh. Okay. So he, if you scroll down more, you'll see a picture of him. Um, he said he tried using a uh, pumice stone oh. uh, to first take the tattoo off. That didn't work. Then it shows a picture of a little bit of blood and skin in a cheese grater. What? Yep. Okay. And then it shows him with the tattoo not there. Um, I mean, if you zoom in, there's like lines in the tattoo. I don't know. It's very hard to tell if, like what that could have been. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, you know, let's give that that guy a Darwin Award. Yeah, what an idiot. Oh, it, that's just ridiculous and gross yeah. on, on so many levels. And so, like, he needs more than a tetanus shot. He needs... Have you ever nicked your knuckle or something grating cheese? Oh, the pain. And it, it it's and it's a chunk. So yeah, can you imagine? A, no. Oof. There is a video. Um, so, guys, if you want to see this, make sure you uh, press play on that video. Okay. Well, now, I don't know if this story is going to make us feel any better or just, like distract us away from what we just heard and i want to thank carly gunther for this story i can't wait though erica yes i think you had a bit of a bone to pick with with carly um this story is the 
Minnesota man through methamphetamine-fueled death party for his dying wife. This creeped me the fuck out. Why this is story. that? You need to open the article. Karen, maybe you could tell them where to find that. Okay, well, this one is... Um, this is uh, Go on our Facebook page and have a peek. Trust me. You can just, you just click on it. Uh, it's... Uh, when, when was it posted by Carly on... Uh, uh, looks like October the 12th. So if you want to scroll, scroll down to October the 12th and you can just see the picture of, of the guy. He, uh, he looks like, um, Voldemort's ugly grandfather. Oh, it's, he's worse. He looks like you would find him in a van that has a s- cardboard sign on it that says free hugs parked down by yeah. a, a bridge. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He is the creepiest and he's handing out day old Timbits. And I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge at all, but he is one creepy looking man. The story gets better though. Just, once you see his picture, you're going to, I, I want to know, I want to hear from you guys how you feel about it. It kind of like someone just made him eat like a basket of lemons too. Oh God, it's like, he's so gross. I, I think he's in this picture going, oh Lord. I think he more sounds like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sending a, spa, sending a spouse off to the great unknown is not an easy task. For the Johnson family of New Ulm, Minnesota, a proper end required meth, death metal, and sex. <laughs> Sounds like a good night. To be to be bedside Oh, bedside. Sorry. To be beside your loved one in their final days of life is one of the most difficult challenges one could ever endure. But for a southwestern Minnesota man and his wife, a methamphetamine fueled death party which ended with nudity and biblical references. That's a, a you know, again, that's a great weekend. What's the way to do that? What did you do on Friday night? Well, let some... me tell you. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson claimed his wife, 69-year-old Deborah Lynn Johnson, was staunchly against seeking medical help as she neared the end of her life. The details of her condition and subsequent death at their home in New Ulm, a town of fewer than 200 people, have yet to publicly unveil Oh, have yet to publicly unveil, though she did allegedly indicate to her husband that she did not want to die in a nursing home. What is clear, however, is that her husband's 911 call to inform emergency services of her passing resulted in authorities finding him naked with 47 guns, some of those stolen, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition in his home, as per Twin Cities Pioneer Press. What the fuck? Like, we're number one. What are you naked for? Where'd you get your guns? I mean, I get meth fueled. I get it. But the best part is that he walked out naked to greet the responding officers while screaming about his dead wife and then quickly ran back inside. When the deputy on the scene entered the home, he found Johnson in the, his bathtub. The widower was reportedly trying to clear his skin of little white and black things. Oh, jeez! What in the fuck? And then... When authorities arrived at Johnson residence after the husband's call on Thursday afternoon, they encountered the words death, pard, God, hell, scrawled on his front door in red spray, spray paint. I I don't even, I don't understand. I just. And, and Johnson, yeah, okay, that was just before what you just read. And why, my God. He, so it says, uh, he told authorities that her final wishes were to die at home and have an actual death party that would involve the couple rocking out to her favorite song, Quiet Riots, Metal, or Mental Health. By all accounts, they went through with the plan and switched from medication to methamphetamine. 
My God, she was going for broke. She, well, she was. I, I don't... Uh, it says a fewer than two hours before her death, the two had sex. She apparently stopped convulsing and felt calmer. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, but you know what? Listen, uh, when she finally did pass, uh, Johnson washed her body and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told him to. So, I mean... there. You know what? There's something kind of... After hearing all of this... Yeah, as much I, as we're laughing and stuff, there's something just so incredibly sad about that. Well, again, going back to mental health, it's uh, I can't even imagine. I mean, I get not wanting to go die in a hospital. I get not wanting to be on, you know, all these different medications. I get it. But come on, like this was just so bizarre. Couldn't they have skipped the um, the the whole sex metal? death metal meth part and just sort of wrapper in linen i mean it would have been nice but apparently uh it, once you see his picture i mean you're gonna this gave me i honestly had nightmares for a little bit so i mean <laughs> erica would text me in the middle of the night saying i'm so scared karen it's the bald lemon face man coming to get me the bald lemon face man i'll never have a, a lemon tart again Never. Okay, that's going a little too far. I'm still going <laughs> to eat lemon tarts. <laughs> so when all said and done, um, he told an investigator of uh, on the case that he had 47 guns, many of which he had stolen. At least he's honest. I mean, he's being honest now. What is there to lie about now? Uh, well, really. And you know? uh, he uh, made his fir- first court appearance with bail set at 250000 or $150,000 with stipulations. Though this send-off to the great beyond is fairly unconventional by any reasonable perimeters, Johnson can comfort himself knowing he did everything his wife demanded of him. Oh, isn't that sweet? That is one of the sweetest um, oh, love stories I've ever heard. I, Romeo and Juliet? What Romeo and Juliet? Forget it. This one. T- wow. I'm going to go have a talk with Mary about what I'd like to do for my final day. I think that uh, is a great idea, and then you need to call me right after and tell me what she said. <laughs> She'll be like, I don't know if we can do that, Karen. I, I I don't know if that would be the right thing. And then you'd say, Mary, it's happening. I'll be like, get out the get out the salad spinner. Let's go. <laughs> spin, bitch, spin. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Those were some good stories. Thank you to Carly and. Jen. Thanks, Carly and Jen. That those those are some stories. And keep sending them. Uh you guys have sent some amazing things. And so please, please, please keep sending them because honestly, every time we check Facebook, um, we're definitely having a good laugh. Some of these things are just whatever you want. Creepy, uh yeah. scary, funny, gross, gross, anything. Send it in. And uh, it's funny because it depends on who sees them first. Like we'll like Oh, did you like we'll text each other? Did you see that one? Oh yeah, I can't wait to put that on. Placebo effect. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh this will never be a serious podcast. There's this is keep it funny, guys. Like keep it 
Yeah, there's so much like heavy stuff to talk about. But again, you know what, let's let's keep this we're going to keep this part as funny and ridiculous as possible. So keep tuning in. We love doing it. And we love doing it for you guys. So thank you for joining us here today. If you are not already on the Facebook group, go to stat shocking traumas and treatments on Facebook, you'll find us, you just have to um, uh, request to join and uh, we'll let you in. And maybe if, yeah, well, I mean, if you're a jerk, we'll boot you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we'll more than boot you. I'll hunt you down. I went a little too far. On that. <laughs> I'm just joking. I won't hunt you down. We also have uh, Twitter and Instagram, but it's nowhere near as fun as, as this place. And you can also check us out on Patreon. We have a lot of extra fun stuff on there. So yeah, that's it. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much. And remember, pet your dog, not your date. Don't eat yellow snow. Be kind, rewind. Wear your rubber boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to say wear your rubbers on a wet day. Wear your rubbers on a wet day. <laughs> Slippery when wet. Most importantly, take care of yourself. Take care of one another. Peace. Peace. One love.